On today's episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Watchable, we talk about the Eternals trailer that dropped earlier this week and took a look at the new Wonka reboot or prequel, whatever you want to call it, starring Timothy Chalamet before going right into our review of Those Who Wish Me Dead, which is in theaters and on HBO Max at the moment. Why'd they put you in a fire tower? Well, I'm just lucky, I guess. I read the wind wrong. I should have gone to them. Then you've been dead too. That's our job. I hate this place. It hates you back. It's the good, (laughs) the bad, the watchable. That was a Oscar-worthy performance by Mark DeCenso and Nick Boyle there. I'm Nick Rojas. Welcome to the show. Uh, That is from the movie Those Who Wish Me Dead, which uh, will be coming up in a little bit of review of that. But fellas, how are we doing on this Monday night? I'm doing good. I can't complain. It's Bodie's birthday. Happy birthday, Bodie. Hey, hey, happy birthday, Bodie. Yeah. 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 Thanks. He turned four, which is technically 28. So we are the same age for the next two months. Nice. Ooh. You did the math. Yes. We have big plans. Booze cruise. A lot of walks. Oh. A lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no. You gotta yeah. find one of those. What about you, Mark? No. Super nice. I was going to say St. Bernard's Bernard's the whiskey barrel around their neck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, We know for me, this is a big week. Big week. Memorial Day weekend coming up. I'm making my yearly pilgrimage to New Jersey. I will be on the Jersey Shore for a nice little vacation. Can't wait. MDW. Mark Diswell still weekend. Everyone knows it. That's right. Happy for the biggest one we know. (laughs) Well, uh, while you're in New Jersey, you'll be able to be basking in the glow of the Eternals trailer that dropped this morning, and it was glorious. I hope it carries you all through the weekend. Uh, It's going to be, well, I think this has been talked about for maybe like two years now or something like that, but uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to throw this in the long awaited category because this is kind of going to usher Marvel into a completely different direction. Um, What do we, what do we think about this trailer guys? I, 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 for one. Love this trailer. I this category, this trailer falls under the category of like things I don't care if they get spoiled for me when it's Marvel. So I I watched it and I thought just I, I was jazzed by the cast, by the cinematography, looking pretty good. Boyle as our uh, OG Marvel fan, uh, thoughts on the trailer? Uh basically I know I know nothing about the Eternals, and I'm going on the record by saying I'm doing absolutely. No research for this one. I'm going in blind. This is the only thing that I don't want to have to connect. To. I just want to go into it and just take it for what it is. I'm not doing any research. I may or may not watch another trailer. I don't know how removed I want to make myself. Am I going to make it a mission to be removed or am I just going to be removed? But I loved the trailer. The trailer was incredible. It was beautiful. 
And that just goes because of the director and where this movie is going to be. I, I think it's just going to be such a great, fun, standalone movie that I think is going to. Um, hmm? Oh, OK. Uh, that's totally going to uh, bring a lot of bring a lot of people to the theaters, as we know, with some movies uh, coming out soon and stuff like that. But I really uh, really looking forward to this. I liked what I saw from what I saw. And I liked the cast. Well, I liked I'm the with you. There. I'm with you on that. Uh, big name cast, first of all. Big, yeah. big ticket. But I think um, to just expand on what you were saying, um, these those big epic shots that they used in the previews, um, the director, Chloe Zhao, I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly, that's her style, right? Like, we know, like, that's, like, kind of what she's good at, and they really just throw that right in the beginning of the trailer, letting us know that it's kind of like her bread and butter. So I'm that made me excited like right away when I'm like, okay, like they're going to, they're going to let like the kind of the director go and, and do what she wants to do with this. Um, now, I, but I'm with you guys too. Like, I don't really know anything about the Eternals. So I've done like a little, um, little background research. just like try to figure out, you know, kind of, you know, what's going on and, and how they could like tie in to the Marvel cinematic universe. I'm excited. I'll say that. Again, the big, the big beautiful shots kind of got me. This is definitely a theater movie, uh, like most Marvel movies are. Um, it's going to come down, you know, plot-wise, whether we like it or not. I, I got nothing. So, I mean, it could literally be about anything. We don't know who the bad guy is. I got nothing. Two thing, three things I really liked about this trailer, and I'll just sum it up quick before we move on to the next thing. We got um, Madden and uh, Kit Harrington, little Game of Thrones, Robestock. Jon Snow, fantastic. Number two, big sweeping shots of cliffs overseeing oceans. Always in on that. Always, <laughs> always in. And then three, in uh, on a serious note, like the fun little banter about Captain Roger, uh, Captain Steve Rogers, and Iron Man not being around. Who's going to take? Like that little tie-in to be like, hey, they, this all connects. Keep that in mind. Love right. that. And and the laughter, we know the humor is going to be there a little bit. So those are my three things. But yeah, we're we're pretty jazzed up, uh, fired up, and only a few months away. This isn't a whole like five years from now thing. Like November, let's. You let's know what's go. crazy? Could be depending on those ocean views and stuff. Could maybe get an Oscar nomination, possibly. I mean. If she's got good cinematography going, this could be the first Marvel movie to possibly get a nod. So we'll see what happens. That but, would be a bold take, but that, uh, I wouldn't hate it based off you know, one two and a half minute clip. So Rojas, yes, I loved your your points though. I did love your points. I thought that was really really good because I just I want to point that out. <laughs> I, I mean, that, that was like the thing and that my, stuck out. Like I was just so excited to see those two in the thing. I'm like, let's go. Yeah, his name is Richard yeah. Madden, I think. Is that uh, what it is? I think someone like the research department, um, my intern will look that up right now. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, Have your secretary yes. call the intern, my intern and get on yep, this. Yep, that's my intern in my ear. Yep. He's letting me know. Yep. Oh. oh, yeah. Another big story, guys. And <laughs> <laughs> this one was not a practical joke, even though it sounded like it. And, and this might have been hinted at before that they were going to be making a young Willy Wonka movie called Wonka, which is like just a cliche and a half. <laughs> Uh, you always drop the first name and just make it the last name. You know, right. Creed. Totally. Of course. Uh, we had Rambo, uh, you know. Um, this one, Young Willy Wonka, 
Timothy Chalamet is the star in this. Uh, that was the big news today. But also that's important to note is the producer of this movie is David Heyman. Who, it's a musical, this movie. And David Heyman, if you don't know, has produced the entire Harry Potter series, Fantastic Beasts, Gravity, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and the Paddington movies. Uh, he's also produced We're the Millers. I don't know how that somehow fit in there. And then the director of wow. this is Paul King, who's directed the bo- both Paddington movies. So with that being said, are we in or out as Timothy Chalamet as a young Willy Wonka? Let's start with Mark on this one. Big I'm thumbs out. down. It's a no I'm for out. You. Uh, yeah, this is. I don't. I don't really know why. Why we're we're doing this? <laughs> um, I don't think anyone really asked for this. This is like uh, like where's the why? Uh, to me, there's just no there's no need for this. So uh, I mean, Chalamet, I, I'm I think a fan of his work. I think it's pretty good, but like I, I didn't ask for this. I'm, I'm not going out of my way to see this. I mean, we'll we'll see when the trailers and teasers come out. But wow, I don't care. Like, why why are we doing this? It just seems uh, like a bad idea. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I got on this one. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing pretty, here, guys? <laughs> pretty much, I thought the same thing. Like, I was like, I mean, this is pretty funny, pretty comical. Uh, I mean, like. But it makes perfect sense if that makes sense. Like I, no one, and no one asked for this. Mark couldn't agree with you more. Uh, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> Stephen A. Smith voice. The, the only, right actually, the only thing care. I care about is if he doesn't do a tumble at the end of the movie and have that cane in hand, then I'm out. Like <laughs> I'm out. Uh, but no, seriously. I mean, no, I don't think anyone cares about it. You know, we'll all see it. But the it's just it's one of those movies where when I saw that announcement, I laughed out loud and then sat there for a second and went, but it makes sense. Like, if, I, I if get what you're go, saying. Like, cause I, I think like the, the casting choice, mm. if that's what you mean, I think. like Yeah, I think that's like, OK, like that. That makes a lot of sense. But my exactly. That's what brings I, me back, back to like, why are we doing this? Like, who asked for this? Sure, but I guess it could have been worse. Like, I guess if I saw someone else, I would have been like, this is ridiculous. Or I would, you know what I mean? Like, no one else came to mind because I was so taken aback by this even going on, I guess. But then I was like, I guess it makes sense. He can kind of pull off that, like, quirkiness that people like and, like, the smile. And then, like, maybe he'll do a little, you know, a one-two-step dance thing. I I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. I I have no idea. I was... On Mark's side, probably if uh, maybe when I first heard about it, and then I saw that who the producer and director was, and I know people love the Paddington movies, and I know that's not really coming from me because I haven't seen it. And when I read what this producer has produced, this guy has produced big time movies that were big crowd pleasers. And yeah, yeah the Fantastic right. Beast movies aren't really that, you know, yeah, they're kind of eh. But people love the Harry Potter movies. People love the Paddington movies. The director of the Paddington movies is directing this. This guy directed this guy produced small movies like Marriage Story and movies like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and big movies. Like this guy seems to have like an eye for like putting the right people in place. So I am open to this idea. I reserve the right to say I was uh wrong. Well, I mean, I reserve the right to say after I see the trailer that I was wrong. So I can get ahead of this if the trailer looks off. Right. If that makes sense. Because <laughs> I right now I'm open. I'm open to it. I'm about as open as this shirt is in this 80 degree apartment that I'm in right now. So 
Wonka. They start, <laughs> they start filming this September. That's all we got for you guys. I mean, probably coming to one of the 17 streaming channels that will debut in the next 10 months. Right. And uh, yeah, we'll be there and we'll be paying $9.99 a month. Um, those who wish me dead. Speaking of streaming services, this one debuted on HBO Max the same day that it arrived in theaters. Mark D and I, we saw this one in theaters. We have the theatrical perspective of it. Boyle, you saw this one at home, correct? On HBO Max. Baby. On HBO Max. Uh, this one is now on the last episode, we were talking about how this director, uh, Taylor Sheridan, he doesn't miss. Um, recently, he did Without Remorse, which Boyle, uh, you saw at home. And that one was at, on a streamer. Um, you know, some people don't really like the second Sicario movie. I do. Um, but the second one. Yeah. The second one, the second one. I, yeah. I, I, I actually heard the second one was very bad. So I skipped it, but I really? loved the first one. I saw yes. the second one in theaters and I enjoyed it quite a bit. It is of his first four though, kind of the worst of the four. But right. if you look at his IMDb, he's kind of on a little bit of a cold streak, and that may or may not continue with this one. Those Who Wish Me Dead came out, like I said, two weeks ago. A teenage murder witness finds himself pursued by twin assassins in the Montana wilderness with a survival expert tasked with protecting him and a forest fire threatening to consume them all. Again, written and directed by Taylor Sheridan. It was also written by Charles Leavitt and Michael Coriata. Uh, Cori- yeah, well, whatever. Anyway, I, this is an adaptation of uh, one of their works, so... Uh, yeah, what do we, what, uh, well, just to throw out also, if you haven't seen this yet, Angelina Jolie stars in this along with Nicholas Holt. Um, we also have John Bernthal, uh, Aiden, Aiden Gillen, Aiden Gillen's in it, which you'll okay, probably recognize from Game of Thrones. Yep. Finn Little plays the kid. Um, shout out to, uh, Benita Sangor. All right. Uh, I'll just run right off the bat here. I gave this one just a, a very, Firm six out of ten. This is a just a, a movie that if it was released in 1997, people would enjoy seeing this on cable every now and then. Be like, oh, that's a good movie. But for whatever reason, we have a little bit more sophisticated palette these days, a little bit more sophisticated taste. This is this is a very basic, big screen spectacle kind of movie that is just empty calories and is forgettable by the end. It creates loose ends that it doesn't tie up, and it's just whatever you think is kind of expected in the movie. It kind of just does the expect expected part of the movie but cool to see on the big screen good to see big time actors and actresses in a movie on the big screen but uh a very uh, if this wasn't taylor sheridan i would probably be pleasantly surprised by this but because i had big expectations of taylor sheridan movie this movie was a disappointment um let's send it over to you guys um so six out of ten for me uh but boyle but since I, i saw it in theaters and we'll get back to mark's theater perspective well, as a viewer at home, what'd you think of it, of, about this movie? Um, I watched it in, I feel like the perfect way you could nighttime, complete darkness had actually the red light backdrop on it. Had a campfire cool. burning uh, inside your house. <laughs> I started a fire and sat through it and hope it didn't burn me down. <laughs> I can't see the screen. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, um and it you know what it was this is this is what i wrote down from my notes the only notes i wrote down for this movie 5.5 i'm I'm going right into a rating because then i can describe myself and you guys rate later but i i have to do it for this movie a five and a half when watching it but the more it sat a four and a half and it was trash and i just think that 
in the movie. I think we were enjoying the thriller aspect of it felt really good. They had good suspense and keeping you kind of into the story a little bit, but like the series of events and what was going on was complete baloney. These two guys <laughs> just like going everywhere and killing everyone they run into. Um, I, I couldn't believe that truthfully. Um, what was his name? Uh, John Bur- Bernthal. I, I love him, but I wasn't a huge fan of his character in this movie either. Um, I love his uh, pregnant wife and how amazing she was. Uh, Medina uh, Sing- Singor. Singor. Um, she was awesome. Uh, I thought she stole the show. Uh, besides that, I really could have cared less about the kid. Really could have cared less about Angelina Jolie. Um, I just didn't find anything that was like amazing. I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. So as of right now, I'll probably go down the middle as a five out of 10. I thought it was an enjoyable watch at home. Rawas. So like interesting, you mentioned like it was a cool, like back in it with actresses and actors in the movies. I kind of felt that at home when watching it, but then at the end, I was just like, well, what the heck? Like, I don't know. I'm just like, all right. That, yeah, it's like eating a bland dinner, right? No salt or pepper, no nothing. And I just felt like I was like, what What just happened? What did I just do? But Her fight that, scene at the end, too, was just poor. I I'm mean, like, after all yeah. she can do? I mean, we've seen Tomb Raider, folks. Step this game up. Let's go. Uh, so, yeah, no, I just, you know what? The more I'm thinking about it, I might even go lower than a five now. Anyways, oh. Mark, what do you think? Well, I, I'm with you. Um, just totally there's some movies where the more you think about them the worse they get and like at the time you're kind of like oh like it's fine it's kind of like a magic show where it's like they kind of distract you for a bit and you're like oh that was cool then like you kind of get home you're like oh he just you know he's using a trap door that was, that was obvious um, this movie uh, felt like a complete lack of effort like oh like oh like <laughs> all over the place really um, the way I broke this down is they put their budget and effort towards um, the action, the big shots, the action scenes, and like some of the CGI. Like that's where clearly where the budget and the effort was. Dude, how about the fire chasing them insanely fast in the last two minutes? But like the other ten minutes, it like slowly crept up as they're yeah, fighting. I'm- like what the heck? <laughs> I, I literally said to Rose in the in the theater, I was like, fire I was like, fire doesn't work like this. I was like, this is I'm it's like taking me out of the movie. And then the fact that like everything around the tower was burnt, but the tower like come on, dude. Like what <laughs> happened? It was like they gave up. It was like they were just like, you know what? That's yeah. what I'm saying, boy. Oh boy, that's go with, go with script like, B. <laughs> yeah, it's like they, they were just like, we don't we don't care. They're like, we, yeah. we did what we got it. It's like, going to HBO um, Max, don't care. Yeah. <laughs> John Barenthal, right? Like you're saying how we're a fan of him. I like every scene with like his dialogue and stuff. I was like, he, he's mailing this in. I was like, he is jogging through the reps right now. Yeah. Like he's, he is. he's not going all out. Uh, exactly. I'm a big, I'm a big Angelina Jolie fan. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like excited to kind of see like where this character would go. Boy, did I not care about like <laughs> her story at all. They just, Again, it's a lack of effort. They just like kind of just like throw stuff out there. Could you the, use di- the dialogue? Kids. Yeah, the dialogue was distractingly bad. Distractingly bad. We were just like, come on. We're like, nobody talks like this. Everything um, was so then, laid out, Mark. 
Yeah, it uh, the the comment I made to uh, to Rojas like right when it finished, I was like, this like this sounds like a script where it's like you and your high school buddies were like, we could write a movie. Yeah. and like yeah. you just watch like a couple like '90s action movies, and you're like, oh, this yeah, yeah like this this is the thing to say. Yeah, I'll <laughs> tell you something. That's exactly what it, it's like. I have many of these movie ideas, but like if I was to, I didn't, it's, it's almost like they didn't finish the script. They're like, we'll fill it in. We'll make it happen. It was like Dude, the outline the of fact? the script. Yeah, exactly. It was just exactly. an outline. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then um, I thought like, so we'll say some of the good, some of the good. Um, uh, Aiden Gillen's character, like the uh, military assassin type guys, like whatever you want to call them. They their part of the movie felt the most uh, Sheridan out of like the rest of the movie. Like we're like, okay, this is his style. This is what he's good at. And they started out so strong, mm-hmm. and then as the movie went on, they just delegitimized them. And like, uh, I'm trying to think of like the, the best way to describe it. Just like, well, they, just they, completely they, undermined them. Like as it went on, like like they kept these guys poor decisions. Yeah, we're, and we're like these guys are calculated. We're like they're they're efficient killers, and they get away with it. Like that's more that's they where think you about set everything. the bar. They, they think about everything, and then Can, and then now we're getting to the now we're getting towards the end of the movie, and he's got like an assault rifle, and Angelina Jolie's got like a tree to hide behind, <laughs> and she's not like just dead in ten seconds. Like, what are we doing here? I was like, this is. I was like, this is so dumb. Can we talk about John Bertha? Bert, I'm gonna pronounce his Burnt name on. wrong. Burnt on. dude. The fact when he tries to think like, all right, so first of all, when you're watching the movie, you feel for him. He's like, he's going to fight these Marine guys back. He's going to take them out. Right. These military officials, he's going to get them. And then he fights and loses terribly. And you literally sit there and go, what was I thinking? Like, there's no (laughs) way he was going to win that fight. Like, it just, dude, I was, I was like making fun of myself. I was like, I'm stupid for even thinking that was a possibility. Guys, what was I thinking here? At the uh, end of the fact I, that the whole movie is sponsored about the fire and then there's no fire. Like the fire is literally in the distance. There's no one that puts out the fire. Please, if this fire was as big of a blaze as they said, I think her team would know there was a fire, whether she radioed it or not. Like there was just a lot of things going on. I was oh, like, yeah. There's a lot of like fire preparedness talk. And then when the fire comes, there was a lot of like, we'll let it take. They were course. completely ill prepared. Yeah. yeah. They're like, it'll just pass. It'll pass. Can like we talk about one guys? radio tower? That's it. Can we talk about? And it happens he, all the time. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> of course, it's Montana, as you know. Can we talk about the fact that the Tyler Perry scene happens in the middle of the movie to set something larger up that never comes to fruition at all? Yes! Why? Thank why? you. Someone, can thank someone tell you. me why? Like oh. he's listed. He's listed in the like um, in the cast, like in the cast order, like pretty high. Yeah. It's and then cameo. there's just there's absolutely no payoff. <laughs> if I told he's you just, that he's just Tyler, there. If I told you Tyler Perry worked one day of this movie, like, like there's no way, like you'd be like, no, I think it was half a day. Like, no shot, it was a full day. It's it's a good trivia question. Was yeah. Tyler Perry in the movie? I'm not those a person who wish that, me dead. I'm not a person that needs something to set up a sequel. I love that this was a self-contained movie. Give me just a little bit more, just a little bit more. Maybe just it's like a little- reason. There was there was no payoff. That's what I'm saying. There was like it was pointless that he was in the movie. No, I was, was just- genuinely excited. I was like, oh my god, Tyler it's- Perry, this this could get good. Well, there's a whole sequence of them trying to meet up with this guy, 
They meet up with this guy and he goes, hey, you better do your job. Yeah. Okay. And then they go back. What was that? What was that? I mean, if we're not talking you out of your score or watching this movie at this point, then I don't no, know. No, no, no. Because doing. it's like Mark said when he was in the theater. He's like, if there was ever, and Mark had the best thing, I'm going to steal it real quick. Mark said, you know how we're good, bad, and watchable, and we do the thing at the end of the podcast? He's like, mm-hmm. if there was a better choice for a movie that literally is the good, the bad, and the watchable aspects of this movie, it's this one. Uh, like, some, yeah, really, we could break this one down so easily. There are yeah. so there's the good. elements of this movie. Yeah, there's good, there's bad. And there's, I, love, there's totally I, love watchable. The, I love the wife fighting back in the cabin. Thought that was cool. Yeah. Yes. Good drama there. That's why and, I said her, hers were the best scenes. Yeah. And, but there's just bad. I mean, but look, I, I am very comfortable giving this a six because you want to know why too? Is we watch a ton of movies. For those folks out there who watch three new movies a year, I would be comfortable telling someone like who, someone who's very casually interested in movies, I would be feel very comfortable being like, yeah, oh yeah, check that one out. It's not bad. It's not it's not bad. It's not I'd say uh, this for is us, uh, for us it's kind of bad. Yeah, I mean no, this is to me this is bad but in an endearing way. Yes. Where you're like you can shut your brain off. This is a good background movie where you don't have to really pay attention at all. You can have you can have conversations while the movie is going on. Not really going to miss too much. Yep. Um, yeah, I gave this a a hard five mm. out of ten, two and a half stars on my letterbox. Again, like it, while it's pretty bad, it wasn't like that bad. Where I'm not like insulted that I watched it. Right. It's just like a, it was a good. It was fun to like laugh about how bad the dialogue was. There's there's many like you know big epic beautiful shots where it's like oh that was you know great to see in theaters but other than that i mean like i'm <laughs> i'm not going to revisit this movie anytime soon it's just like it's watchable but it's a bad movie but watchable for those reasons so i gave it a six mark it's a five uh could change Boyle went between a four and a half to a five and a half to maybe going down to a five. Uh, I was going to say, by the time uh, the pot ends, Boyle might give us a three. Yeah. <laughs> the more he thinks about it, it gets worse. Yeah. Yep. So uh, you have two weeks to watch this on HBO Max if you're slightly interested. If you're a casual movie fan, maybe check it out, but definitely don't. Ah, I wouldn't say Ass. go see this in theaters. <laughs> I, uh, even though it was nice on the big screen, I can't a good conscience tell I think that's like the, that's the best way. To watch this movie though, but I wouldn't tell people to go spend like, you know, 15 bucks to go watch it. <laughs> it's like you, if you're, unless you're a subscriber to like AMC Stubbs or the Regal thing or Showcase, if you're not a subscriber to those, I would not check it out. It's so. just, I will be the person to say it's not a good movie. Don't go to it. <laughs> so, there. All right. if you trust me. 